the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. We've entered a great season for praising and worshiping the Lord. So let's begin with a time of prayer together. Lord, we thank you and praise you. Avinu Malkenu, you are our Father, you are our King, and we bless your holy name. We bless you. We thank you for these appointed times, these feast days, these days that we can learn more about you, come closer to you, and really be obedient to you. So, Lord, we thank you and praise you. And as we study and uh, to show ourselves approved, as we study to get closer to you, as we study, Lord, because your word is so important to our heart and to set ourselves straight. So we pray, Lord, that this would be an anointing time, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, they would be acceptable to you, Lord, for you are my rock and you are my redeemer. We pray all of this in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Okay. Well, as I said, it is great uh, to have this be in the season, this spring season. And uh, I'm hoping that you and your church are participating in at least the Passover, if not the other holy days. Passover began this past Friday evening, April 19th. And there's still time if you uh, would like in to have one of our rabbis come to your church, give a Passover demonstration or speak about the spring feast found in Leviticus 23. We would still love to do that. Would you call Karen at 813-831-5673? She'll take care of your requests. Also put on your calendar, May the 5th, Sunday afternoon. We're going to march 
Uh, it's the March of Remembrance. And let your pastors know. Join us. We'd love churches to join us. We'd love the community to join us. We're meeting at 4 p.m. at the Holocaust Museum in St. Pete. The purpose is to never forget the Holocaust, support Israel, stand against genocide around the world, and raise awareness of the dangers of remaining silent and motivate people to pray, right? Pray for the United States, pray for Israel, pray for the world. So come, bring your churches, make large signs saying, never forget, we will not be silent, things of that nature. Walk with us and and meet. Uh, if you're not going to walk with us, you can meet us at North Straub Park uh, for music and inspirational speakers. That'll probably begin somewhere around 4.30, quarter of 5.00. Um, find out more, get flyers, pass them out, hang them up. Call Karen again. You know her number, right? 813-831-5673. For those of you who'd like to send us a gift, again, please call Karen or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. Before we start today's teaching, let me mention to you again that last week we went to the movie Unplanned. And this is a movie that everybody should see. Bring especially people who disagree with you on your pro-life position. It's great for them to see this. It's going to be impactful. You, you can't miss uh, this movie. You, you have to support it. Okay. We're looking at God's appointed times that he gave to Israel, and I believe should be celebrated by everyone. These appointed times are not just about agriculture, no. Rather, they are an outline or maybe a summary of the entire redemptive program of the Lord. From the death death of Yeshua the Messiah to the fulfillment of the Messianic uh, kingdom. These feasts are divided into two sections. The first uh, have four appointed times, four feast days. Uh, They're in the spring, and they deal with the first coming of Messiah. Um, Obviously, this is where we are right now. The last three are the fall feasts, and they are signaling the second coming of Messiah in order to establish his kingdom, amen, and to fulfill his covenant promises, amen? Okay, understand Israel at that time, you know, in biblical time, did not recognize this as a redemptive program of the Messiah. The revelation of Scripture, I hope you agree with this, is progressive, and not until Messiah came and died was and was buried and rose again and ascended into heaven did disciples begin to understand what God was doing in relationship to these appointed times or these feast days. So as we look later on in the year at all the feast days, we have an opportunity to understand some of God's intentions for the future. However, today, why don't we concentrate on Passover 
and the first fruits. Now, our scriptures for the day that I just want you to consider, and you might want to have a pencil and paper nearby, because I think there's going to be a lot to write down in these next couple teachings. So, uh, John one twenty nine. the next day, John sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. An interesting thing about Hebrew is that there is no no plural for lamb that appears in the Bible. Lamb is always considered singular. And sometimes the plural uh, for sheep is used and translated as lambs. But the Hebrew for lambs is just not there. Okay? So there is just one lamb. Good to know, right? Passover can be summarized this way. Passover is about the one lamb, the lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Amen? A couple other scriptures having to do with first fruits, 1 Corinthians 15:20, but now Messiah has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. And 1 Corinthians 15:23, but each in its own order, Messiah the first fruits, then at his coming those who belong to Messiah. So Yeshua, the lamb of God, is the first fruit, and we are the first fruits after him. So let's begin with Passover and just talk about some of the highlights that show us God and his divine plan. I I just love how uh, it's just so amazing what God has done through the years to to show us who he is. So I believe Passover is a key holy day in the mind of God. How can I say that? Well, generally, you know, when things are repetitive, that means that they get extra emphasis. And uh, Passover has been mentioned 77 times, both in the, uh, in the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Covenant. All the other holy days are mentioned 10 or less, most of them two or three. So... Um, So I believe that Passover is a key day. So let's look at some of the reasons besides the fact that it's mentioned a lot. It begins God's redemptive plan. And that is very key. Wouldn't you agree? So it focuses on key principles in God's word, like number one, the Lamb of God that takes away our sin, which we've already mentioned. You know, Joseph named his son Yeshua, which means salvation because he would save his people from their sins. And Isaiah 49 verse six in the second part of it says, so I will give you as a light for the nations. I believe that's talking about Yeshua, that you should be my salvation to the end of the earth. Doesn't that just excite you when the scriptures come together like that. I love it. There is only one way. This is another key principle in God's word. Acceptance of the blood of the lamb over the doorpost of the house was the only way to receive protection and deliverance for the firstborn, right? 
And, you know, I don't want to take too many rabbit trails here, or as they say, rabbi trails. But Exodus 34, 18 says, you are to keep the feast of matzot. For seven days you're to eat matzot, as I commanded you, at the time appointed in the month of Aviv. For in, uh, for in the month of Aviv, you came out from Egypt Every firstborn of the womb is mine. Interesting. So the very ones, in a sense, that Yeshua uh, or or the Lord saved through the blood of the Lamb, right? He says, the firstborn of the womb is mine. And there are all sorts of, in Judaism, uh, things to to indicate that the firstborn was special. And, and there were certain things you would do with the firstborn, especially a firstborn son. So, at any rate, I, I, I shouldn't go there. <laughs> another, another time, right? Uh, unless you apply the blood of Yeshua to your heart... For your sins, just like the Israelites were delivered through that, we are delivered through that. We are delivered from sin, which is our Egypt, so to speak, and experience the promised land, which would be heaven. And so God requires of you, the same thing is always required of man, a blood sacrifice for your sins. That was accomplished for you by Yeshua on the tree, right? When he died for the sin of the world, but you must apply it and put your faith and trust in the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah of Israel. So if there's anybody listening to my voice who has never done this before, this is how you enter into the kingdom of God. Please do this today and let me know. Email me if you've done this today. Also, another key principle of God's word is that God wants you to be free. He doesn't want you to be in bondage. He doesn't want you to be a slave. And so the acceptance of the lamb and the blood bring freedom, which is another reason that we accept Yeshua into our life and trust him is that we want to be free of the slavery of sin and death. Amen. Okay. Uh, a fourth thought, uh, a key principle in God's word having to do with uh, this holy day, is that matzah, which is unleavened bread, bread without yeast, uh, that doesn't rise and is symbolic of not having any sin, reminds us that God's desire is for us to be holy and without sin, just as Yeshua was holy. Now, interesting, matzah is scored. You know, it has these like uh, lines across it and holes pierced through it in order for the matzah not to get puffed up, reminding us of the humility and sinless nature of Yeshua and that he was scored, so to speak, and pierced as he became the ultimate Passover sacrifice. Hope I'm not going too fast, but there's a lot to take in here. The fifth thing, um, key principle, is that we are to remember. 
This is a key principle throughout Scripture. It's a key principle in God's appointed times. We are to remember who God is and what he has done. Now, under this concept, there is only one Passover, and that's the one in Exodus 12. All future Passovers and today's Passovers are a memorial to remember. So it makes perfect sense that the Lord's Supper, which we read about in the Gospels, like Luke twenty-two nineteen, and when he had taken matzah and offered the bracha, which is the blessing, he broke the matzah and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in memory of me. We are to remember, this is a key principle in Scripture. We are to remember the faithfulness of God who promised Abraham in Genesis 22.8, God will provide for himself a lamb or, or, or a sacrifice, a lamb. Even back to Genesis 22, 8, we see that God was going to provide the sacrifice and it would be a lamb, the lamb of God, right? This deliverance was a prophecy of Yeshua's sacrifice as the lamb of God. Okay, another idea or key principle is that we can't accomplish the first three or four things that we have mentioned without trusting in God. Uh, this is all throughout the, the feasts and the appointed times, this concept of trusting God. Passover is about trusting God so much that you are willing to put the blood over the doorpost. And in, of course, our case, your doorpost is your heart. And see God's deliverance of life over death symbolizing what Yeshua's blood accomplished, right? And a final thing that I would mention about this is that the result of sharing the holy days and following them and, and, and doing all the things that God has asked us to do uh, is intimacy with God is the result. So, Let's look at some of the traditions that are not necessarily biblical, some are, some aren't, that are done at a Seder by all Jews, yet are still meaningful to us as Bible believers. So, for instance, we have a Seder. Now, this the word Seder means order, and it refers to the service we are celebrating uh, when we have a meal together, and we read out of a booklet called the Haggadah. The Haggadah means the telling, and it describes events of the Passover story, and it describes the things that we are to remember. It is very important, and so even though God didn't command giving us a Haggadah, he certainly commanded us to remember, and so we use the Haggadah in order to remember. Thirdly, the removing of chametz. Okay, everybody say chametz, right? That You like the ch? Okay. Um, so that is the leaven from the house 
uh, as, as it says in Exodus twelve fifteen, for seven days you're to eat matzot, but on the first day you must remove chametz from your houses. For whoever eats chametz or leaven from the first day until the seventh day, that soul will be cut off from Israel. Ooh, God is pretty serious about this. Traditionally, the beginning of Passover has the head of the house searching for any crumb of leaven in order to purge the home from every crumb of sin. Now, they actually search for crumbs of leaven of food. But look, that's what we should do. We should prepare our hearts by removing sin. First Corinthians 5, 6 through 8 says, Your boasting is no good. Don't you know that a little chametz leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old chametz, the leaven, so you may be a new batch, just as you are unleavened for Messiah, our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with old chametz, the chametz of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread, the matzah of sincerity and truth. So God is asking us to do this with unleavened bread. So he's saying, be sinless with the the the, the sinless of, of being sincere and truthful. So another tradition are the five cups of wine. Wine is a symbol of joy in scripture. And so we drink four cups of wine or grape juice during our Seder. Why four cups? Comes from a tradition, but the actual tradition comes from a scripture. The Lord promised four blessings to the house of Israel in Exodus 6, 6 and 7. So the first one is the cup of sanctification. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will sanctify you. I will set you apart, right? Number two, the cup of deliverance. I will deliver you from slavery, from their bondage, right? Number three is, once I've delivered you, number three would be the cup of redemption. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm. And this is a great cup, this cup of redemption, which we'll talk about probably next week, because we're not going to have time to finish all of this. Uh, we haven't even gotten close yet to uh, Yom Habikurim, which is the day of the resurrection of the Lord. But at any rate, you'll have to come back next week for that. Let me at least finish these cups. The fourth cup is the cup of praise, and it makes so much sense because it's, first of all, the scripture is, I will take you to myself as a people and I will be your God. So if God is doing that for us, what is the natural reaction? The natural reaction is we're going to have to praise him. We've just been sanctified we've been delivered we've been redeemed and so the the normal thing to do after all of this is to come and praise the lord well this seems like a good time to uh cut uh we will have a lot more to talk about uh, um having to 
do with Passover. Then we will talk about Yom Habikurim. But I've got to tell you that uh, this is an exciting time. I, I pray that you will take advantage of us and use us to help teach your church and the people there, because it's so beautiful to see how God's word comes together. It should encourage all Christians as well as Jews to see the faithfulness of God. So call Karen at 813-831-5673. She'll take care of your requests. Uh, For instance, Counting the Omer, the the devotional book available to you. It's $3 each. Get one for everybody in your family. This will include the cost of mailing. We begin counting the Omer today. Today is the day we start counting the Omer. But if you call our office tomorrow, you should have it in a couple of days. And since this is 50 days of devotionals, you can catch up, right? <laughs> Come May 5th and to our March of Remembrance and remember that we should not be silent and motivate people to pray uh, for not only Israel, but for our world. And don't you know, we have a lot to pray for. So the, the theme is never forget and hang up flyers. And, and for those who'd like to send us a gift, again, call Karen, 813-831-5673. Uh, Look, I pray that God has touched your heart and that you would grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.